With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to Prayer International Radio. Another night of Intimate in the Word. My name is Chris Herzog. And tonight we are going to get into a time of prayer to start off the show. And we're going to go ahead and go back into uh, short worship time. And I think tonight we will get into the Word a little bit. So... Let's go ahead. Um, if you just tuned in, this is Prayer International Radio. You can feel free to call in if you have any prayer requests. Give us a call at 619-638-8458. You can also email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. So let's go ahead and go before the Lord. Father, we just come before you right now, Lord, and we just thank you for your goodness. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your love. Father, we thank you for your presence that you're pouring out in the earth today. Father, we just invite your Holy Spirit to touch and cover every person that is listening tonight, Father, throughout the earth, Lord, for those that are part of our family Prayer International Radio, for those that are tuning in tonight just to see what's going on, Father, we pray that you would open up their hearts, that you would open up their eyes, Lord, that they would see the King of Glory. Father, we pray that their spiritual ears would be open, that they would have a capacity to receive from your Spirit, to hear your still, small voice speaking, leading, and guiding. Father, we pray, Lord, that your glory would cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Father, we thank you and invite you to come in tonight as we prepare our hearts to receive you in the word that you have for us. Again. 
Praise God. We are back. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and welcome back to Intimate in the Word. And so as I was sitting here just worshiping the Lord, listening to that song, Deep in Love with You, I really just started to meditate and kind of muse on really why I'm doing all this in the first place. And the reason I'm doing all this, and the reason Sean's doing all this, and the people that are praying and standing behind the ministry and in the broadcast, is that we really have a love for God. We have a genuine desire to be with God, to get with God, and to encounter God on a regular basis. And, you know, I was sitting there listening to the words of that song and just kind of meditating, and it was taking me back to that time in my life, you know, when I first came into the things of God, when when I met Jesus, and when I was first filled, baptized with the Holy Spirit. The first time I heard, you know, the Lord speaking to my heart, leading and guiding me and, and confirming things where I knew that was actually God, actually the Holy Spirit leading me and guiding me. And, you know, it just took me back to the, you know, when I first got saved and just that fire, that passion, just really grabbed my heart, you know, and just really got a hold of me, shook me up as a teenager when things in my life were completely you know, out of whack, and things in my life were not right with God, and the Lord stepped into my life, introduced himself, really just got a hold of me in that season, and what happens, uh, you know, God really just worked a transformation in my heart, I began to change who I was on the inside, began to work things uh, out of me, and at the same time, really just begin to work my character and things I, I used to do I didn't want to do anymore, and things that I never in a million years would have thought I would do, like listen to worship music. Okay, when I came into the kingdom, that was the farthest thing from my mind. And if you would have told me that I would be listening to people like Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith, and you know, at the time I was, I think bands like Striper and you know all these different Christian artists, Christian rock was big. Petra, you know, uh, I got into all this music that if you would have told me I would have listened to, I would have laughed. Um, and then God even took it a step further in my heart. And got me completely into praise and worship music and just 
songs and music that would really open up my heart to the deeper things of God, you know, open up my mind and open up my spirit to the love of God and the presence of God and just realize who God is, you know. So, anyways, I know I'm sort of chasing rabbits tonight, but I uh, just really felt the Lord nudging me, you know, really tugging on my heart and reminding me, taking me back to those times you know, when he was just such a fresh reality in my heart. And that's not to say that throughout, you know, the 20-some-odd years of my Christian experience, you know, I still have encounters, I still have experiences, and I still pursue and seek after God to let that fire, let that passion, let those things in my life kind of fall off and the things of God stir up in my life. And, you know, I know that from from my family, you know, from my wife and I, and and different people in our lives, it's the same way. And so why am I saying this? You know, if you're listening tonight, I just want to encourage you, God really wants to be encountered. His Holy Spirit wants to reveal Himself to you, And he wants his love to be such a reality in your heart. He wants his love to be such a reality in your life. And, you know, the Word of God says that the Holy Spirit sheds the love of God abroad in our hearts. It's God himself, it's the Spirit of the living God that actually puts a love in our hearts for him. You know, the Bible says no one can even come to God unless the Spirit draws you. Unless God is drawing you, unless there's something about God that is that you're drawn to, that you're intrigued by, that you feel a pulling and a tugging about. You know, unless the Holy Spirit is really pulling your heart, You may just be experiencing emotionalism or, you know, religion. I'm not sure, but a real God encounter, a real Jesus encounter happens when the Spirit of God comes in and begins to stir up, impress upon, or or change, transform, renew, refresh your spirit. And so as we open up and as we were opening up our hearts during the worship time, I just really sensed that love of God. You know, I was just kind of moved and stirred and taken back, like I said, to that first season of my life with God. You know, it's funny, uh, even in the book of Revelation, you know, the uh, John the Revelator had a lot to say, you know, about uh, where we're at, you know, about where our heart is. Anyway, she says this. He says, uh, the angel of the church in Sardis wrote these things. Said he to 
the seven spirits of God. This is chapter 3, verse 1 of Revelation. These things said he that have seven spirits of God, and the seven stars, I know thy works, that thou hast named, that thou livest, and art dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent, if therefore thou shalt watch. I will come on thee as a thief, as a thief in the night, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. God is saying, look, I'm coming back. And this is what he says, okay? He says, uh, verse 14 of chapter 3, the angel of the church of Laodicea writes these things, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works. Thou art neither hot nor cold. I would that thou were cold or hot, so that because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew you out of my mouth. Because you said, I am rich and increased with goods and have needed nothing. And you know not that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel of thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou may be rich, and white raiment, that thou may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness would not appear. And anoint your eyes with eye sound that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Resolve therefore to repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him. I will sup with him or dine with him, and he with me. And to him that overcome will I grant him in my throne, even as I also overcame, and sit down with my father in his throne. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says of the church. That was Revelation 14 through 22, uh, chapter 3, verse 14 through 22. What am I saying? I'm saying this. Look, God is checking our hearts. He's checking our works. He's seeing if our hearts are his. He's seeing if we're hot or cold. He's seeing if we're lukewarm. He's checking to see really where we're at. He's standing at our heart's door and he's knocking. Beating on the door, saying, hey, open up, let me in. And a lot of times we see that as being salvation. You know, we think, oh, Jesus is standing at the door of our hearts, we have to let him in. And I agree, sometimes it can mean salvation, but I think on a regular basis, the Spirit of God is constantly knocking on our heart, constantly checking our work, constantly checking to see if we feel like we have need of nothing. Or do we know we need God? You know, do we feel like we're rich, but really we're poor and we're in need of God? At times we think we can see and we really know what's going on, but God says, look, you're blind, you really don't see. But God says, look, if you come to me, I'm going to clothe your nakedness, I'm going to 
make you rich and where you think you can see, I'm going to anoint your eyes with eyes and cause you to really see. I'm going to heal your vision. I'm going to correct your focus. You see, God wants to correct our focus. He said, as many as I love, verse 19 of chapter 3, as many as I love, I rebuke and I chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. See, God wants us to repent. And sometimes we hear that word repent, we think it's such a bad word. But it just means turn from your sin. Turn from your destructive patterns. Turn from your ways that are contrary to the ways of God. So whenever your ways are contrary to the ways of God You need to really pull things back in focus Begin to worship Why do I say worship? It corrects your focus Why do I say that a lot? Because you know a lot of times we are looking to the right We're looking to the left We're so busy We've got so many things going on in our lives that we're not really taking time out for God. We're not looking to Jesus. We're not seeking out his plan or his purpose for our lives. And when we're faced with the trial or situation, we're not looking for his wisdom a lot of times. You know, we think God is left up to uh, two to four hours a day in a building somewhere or two to four hours a week, I'm sorry, in a building somewhere. Some of you might spend two hours a day if your church is open every night. Maybe you do. But, you know, God is not limited to buildings made with human hands. But he dwells in the hearts of his people. He dwells in the hearts of his people. And he is wanting a response from man. He's knocking at the door of your heart. Not just for salvation, but checking, checking, knocking, looking. Seeing what's going on. So, praise the Lord. Well, we're about to go into a time. Uh, we're going to go into a worship song briefly. And if you are listening, our number is 619-638-8458. We also have an email address. You can write to us via email. Let us know what's going on. Give us your information where we can contact you or send you some emails or video emails back where we can pray for specific needs. We can pray for whatever's going on in your life. And point you in a direction maybe will lead you into the destiny of God so this is Prayer International Radio and this is Intimate and the Word we're just talking about the love of God tonight really just musing and meditating on that life and just remembering what he's done for us you know, I think a lot of times in our life we need to just be thankful for what we have and not always 
be discouraged about what we don't have or what didn't happen or what could have happened. We need to lift our hands up to heaven and worship the Lord and thank Him. Give Him the honor and the praise and the acknowledgement that's due His name. We need to hallow His name. We need to put Him in His rightful place, which is high and lifted up above everything. Everything in the heavens, everything in the earth and below the earth. His name is above every name that is named. It's what the Word of God says. This is my opinion. Although I do agree, and it is my opinion. But first and foremost, it's the Word of God. The name of Jesus. High and lifted up. Glory in His train, the train of His robe. Filling the temple. And you say, well, what does that mean? The very thing that Christ is clothed in, the very essence of God, the very thing that he shrouded and surrounded himself with, was the glory of God. Now, did he wear his human robe? Sure he did. And when we say the train of his robe, the hem of his robe, or the bottom of his robe, fills the temple, it's just saying, hey, at the feet of God, at, at his feet, when you humble yourself and you realize how big he is and how small you are compared to him, and you get at his feet and you position and posture yourself in a place of humility, a place of yielding and reaching, and you begin to see the greatness of God. You begin to see things in their proper perspective. And the truth is, is that apart from him, we can do nothing. God says, apart from my spirit, just the dust and the ground. All right, so we have a caller coming in. Um, we're going to shift gears. Let's see what's going on here. Hey, Chris. All right, so uh sounds like we've got a caller on the air. And uh, who are we speaking with tonight? Uh, this is Ron. Hey, Ron. What's hey, going man, on, what's going on? Are you uh, calling from San Antonio tonight? Yeah. Awesome. All right, well, uh, what's on your mind? Uh, actually, I just wanted to lift up uh, two people, preferably uh, the first one being this guy named Robert that I had a chance to share the gospel with today, and uh, the second one is uh, Lisa. All right. Well, you said Robert? Yes. All right. Sure, we'll pray for Robert, and then we'll we'll go into another prayer too. Um well, we've got we've got Ron calling in, and uh, well, God bless you. Thanks for calling in tonight. You doing all right tonight, brother? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You? Yeah, we're doing good. Things are going really good. Just praising God, and you know, just reaching out to our you know listeners tonight, and just sharing the word of God, and enjoying the start of our weekend. You know, it's been an amazing day, so we're just giving God thanks. 
uh, sharing that with everybody. So why don't we uh, we'll pray for Robert, and uh, then we'll go into some more prayer. And um, you know, I just want to encourage those of you listening out there. Um, you know, Ron took a step of faith and a step of boldness tonight to call in and ask for prayer. And so maybe some of you are thinking about that or contemplating it. You know, feel free to call in. Our number is 619 Of course, uh, it may be a minute. You know, we've got Ron on the line right now, but feel free to call in for prayer. And just realize, you know, God is hearing our prayers, and there is power in agreement. And, you know, this brother knows that when he calls in and, and even calls us for prayer, uh, when it's not showtime, he knows he needs to go to his brothers and sisters and, and ask for prayer and lock up an agreement. You know, the Bible says that there's two or more. When there's two or more, he's in our midst. And one can put a thousand to flight, but two can put ten thousand to flight. And so we are going to lock up in agreement with Ron and pray for Robert tonight. And those of you that are listening, why don't you join in? Um, this is a good opportunity if you're listening to our broadcast when we have prayer. Please join in and pray and intercede. Uh, take notes. Put these people on your prayer list and keep them in prayer. So here we go. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for Ron. Thank you that he called in tonight. Lord, we ask a blessing over him, Lord. And, Father, we just join our faith with Ron tonight for his uh, buddy, Robert, that he's sharing the gospel with. Father, we pray, Lord God, that the seed of that word would go deep in his heart, Lord, and would begin to be fruitful and produce the life of God, that it would begin to stir a, a hunger and a desire and begin to create a wholeness and a healing in his life. Father, we pray for Robert right now that he would know you in a real and living way, that he would grow in the things of God and that, that the power of the Holy Spirit would be so real and genuine to him. And thank you for putting that boldness in Ron, Lord, to share his faith and reach out to Robert. We pray that you give him the right words to share with his brother and continue in that relationship. And we pray, Father, that you would bless Ron, Lord God, anoint him, Father, to share your word and to pray and, and to witness with his co-workers and friends and family and those people that you put in his life. And so, Father, right now we also want to pray, uh, and you had another request, Ron, uh, specifically, what do you want to pray about that situation? Wow. That she's a, a woman of God, that she's, uh, she grows closer to the Lord and that, you know, the Lord really grows us closer together, me and her. All right, and one more time, can you say her name? So for those that are listening, they can keep her in prayer. Her name is Lisa. All right. All right, well, Father, we just join Ron again, and we pray for Lisa right now, Lord. We just ask, Lord, that you would just bless this woman of God, that you would anoint her by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you would raise her up in the things of God. Lord, that you'd fill her with all wisdom, Lord, and that you would Work in her life, Father. Lead her and guide her by the Holy Spirit. And we pray your will be done in your kingdom come in her life. And, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you are blessing her with your presence and you're anointing her. Lord, you are providing for her, Lord, and taking care of her needs and her family's needs. So we ask, Lord, that you touch her in a real and living way tonight. And Father, while Ron's on, Lord, we just ask that you would touch him tonight. 
Lord, whatever his other needs are, Father, we just pray, Lord, that you'd bless his family and bless his children. The Father, right now, Lord God, you would bless the works of his hands, and whatever he puts his hands to, Lord, let it prosper. We pray, Father God, that you continue to knit him together with brothers and sisters in the Lord, that would lift him up. Pray that he would know your power and your presence, and that your glory and your grace would be so real in his life right now, Father, and that your peace would lead him. And we thank you that the joy of the Lord will be his strength. And we just ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. Thank you, brother. Hey, no problem. Hey, while we got you on, do you want to say anything for those that are listening? Do you want to share a word or just say, you know, just any encouragement? or? I guess the word that I would like to share is uh, keep your faith in the cross. Because in the cross is the victory, in the cross is the deliverance, in the cross is salvation, in the cross is uh, all that we need. And the cross is power. And uh, without the cross in our lives, we have nothing. Your life will be void, and your life will be null without the cross in your life. Good. Good. Amen. Well, Ron, hey, call in any time, brother, and you know we we uh, we'll be in touch. In fact, uh, we'll we'll probably be coming through that side of town soon. Uh, we got a little delayed, but we just bless you, and uh, we'll hope to see you soon when we come through. Okay. All right, and God bless you. All right. Well, praise the Lord. We uh, are shifting into a time of worship now, so as we go before the Lord, feel free to call in. We're taking prayer requests on our chat and on the phone line, 619-638-8458. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and this is Intimate in the Word. And if you want to send in your prayer request via email or give us your information where we can contact you and stay in touch with you, uh, we are at prayerinternational at gmail.com. There's a lot.
All right, well, praise the Lord, we're back. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and this is Intimate in the Word. And so we had a caller call in earlier uh, asking for prayer for uh, his friends Robert and Lisa. And so one thing that Ron shares, he talks about the cross. Talks about keeping your faith in the cross and the power on the cross. And you know that's so true. You know, that's the reason we're doing this. Um, it's all about Jesus. And when it gets down to it, it is about the finished work that was done on Calvary. It's about the finished work that was done when the precious blood of Jesus was shed for our sins and for all the sins of mankind, for all of mankind. Not only for our restoration and reconciliation back to God and forgiveness of sins and to have that peace with God, but that blood was shed and that cross. It was all about the blood. It wasn't just shed for our salvation. It wasn't just shed to restore us back to God, which is everything, which is the most important thing. But that blood was shed for our healing and our wholeness. That blood was shed to Jesus took those three-inch thorns thrust upon his head. And when he took those in his head, it's kind of like God saying, hey, you know, my blood is going to cover your mind. My blood is speaking even for your mind and what's going on in your head. You know, when he took those lashes on his back, those stripes on his back, and literally just his insides were pretty much ripped out. It was like God was saying, hey, you know, I bled so I could heal you in your body. Put everything that's broken back together, put everything that's marred, In fact, Jesus became marred. He became broken. He became wounded. He took on stripes so that we could be healed. Physically, mentally, and like we mentioned, spiritually. Restored back to God. The most important miracle. And so there's power in the cross. You know, Romans... 1.8 says, I'm not ashamed. For the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation for all who believe. You know, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of the cross. Don't be ashamed of Jesus. And that was Romans 1.16. Sorry, I... I actually said Romans 1 8, it just came out. But let's look at Romans 1 8, since I mentioned it. It says, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. You see, Paul was being thankful because the faith of the Roman church was being talked about everywhere. And, you know, we should be the type of people 
that our faith is talked about everywhere. When people think of you, whoever you are, they should think of the Lord. They should think of great faith. They should think, wow, what a man or, wow, what a what a wonderful woman of God, what a wonderful man of God of faith, man of faith, woman of faith. See, without faith, it's impossible to please God. You've got to have a trust. You've got to have a faith. You've got to have a belief in God. Because without faith, it's impossible to please Him. When you come to God, you must believe that He is. When you come to God, you've got to believe that He is. You've got to know that He's there for you. When you come to God, you've got to know that the cross was there for you. That Jesus shed His blood for you. Not just for the world, but for you specifically. For you specifically. You need to know that God is for you. He that comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You see that there are rewards with God. There's a reward to obedience. The Bible says that if you be willing and obedient, if you be willing, then you shall eat the good of the land. The obedient, willing. There's a reward. But it's if then. Well, you say, isn't God merciful then? Well, of course he is. Trust me, if we got what we deserve, none of us would be making it into heaven. I hear my wife say that all the time. If we got what we deserve, none of us would be making it into heaven. That's true. None of us would have a place in heaven if it wasn't for the blood of Jesus. If it wasn't for the cross. You see, salvation is a gift of God lest any man should boast. It's not by works of righteousness. It's not by how good you are or how good you can say it or how many times you got to church early. Oh, maybe you have a perfect attendance role. You never missed a day. The Bible says your righteousness is filthy rags. That all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And that the wages of sin are death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. power in the cross there's power in the name of Jesus and this Jesus that we're talking about God loved you so much and he loved the world so much that he sent his son to die on a cross for your sin for your sickness for your shame for your suffering for every thing that you're going to go through God has a promise for it God is a solution to it. God is a blessing. 
God's constantly trying to think of how to bless you, how to get you out of your mess. See, we're constantly running around messing, and God is constantly running around blessing. But we have to put our faith in action. You see, faith without works is dead. We got to put our faith in action. Okay, so we say we believe. Well, prove it. You say you believe in Jesus. Well, then do what Jesus says to do. He says, you know how they're going to know you're my disciples? You know how they're going to know that you're mine, really, when you love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? And you love your neighbor as yourself, and you... Let that love rule your heart. Let that love work you over. Faith works by love. You can't even have faith. You can't even believe until the love of God impresses on your heart enough. So we love him because he first loved us. Right? We love him because he first loved us and gave himself freely for us. See, no greater love does a man have than this, right? The Word of God says, no greater love does a man have than to lay down his life for his friends. And Jesus was the biggest example of that. But you know, it doesn't stop there because he says, look, imitate me. Do what I do. Do greater than this. Go and do likewise. Freely receive, freely give. And that's who we are. That's who we're supposed to be. Representatives, God's ambassadors, his people. When your children are out there running around, they're they're a rep- they represent you. When when you were a child or a teenager and you were out and about doing your thing, you represented your parents. You represented their name. And as a child of the living God, everywhere that you go you bear the name of God. Even though you may not say it and you may not declare him, but if you claim to be a Christian, trust me, people are watching and they've got uh, their eyes on you and they're looking to see what's going on because they know, okay, this person claims to be God's person. And even the world knows what that means. Even the people that are in the world system, even the people that are out of church, even people that have no integrity, respect people that have integrity. Even people that have no character or no moral fiber, guess what? As much as it may irk them, as much as it may mess with them a little bit, they still respect people that have moral moral fiber. Integrity is even respected and honored by those that don't have it. Remember that. So it goes a long way. You're an example of Christ in the earth. You're an example. You're God's representative. You're his ambassador. The Bible says you're a citizen of heaven. This isn't your home. You're a you're an alien and a stranger to this earth. Because the system of the world and the way that things are done here are not the way that they're done there. 
But see, God wants to turn that around. And the way that happens is we begin to declare and decree in the earth and speak life and speak the word of God and speak and declare what God is saying. And all of a sudden our words will manifest. We're about to go. We're, we're coming up to the break, half half time. We're coming up to the second hour of the show in a few minutes. So we're going to go to into a break shortly. Uh, we're having some people call in and chat in, so we just want to encourage you. Uh, Ron called in earlier today, so thank you, brother. Look, take a sip of faith. Get bold. You know, call in. Let us know how we can pray. The Bible says be specific. Pray for one another that you may be healed. So whatever you're going through in your life, we can pray for you that you'll be healed in your body, in your mind, in your spirit, in your life, your family, your marriage, your children, your job situation, your finances. It all needs healing, trust me. If it's not in the in the plan of God, if it's not restored and under the blessing of God and what you're going through in your life and the people in your life, they all need healing. They all need fixing. They all need restoration. We all do. All of us. And until we get up under the hand of God, until we get into the blessing and the anointing of God where God truly is taking off the heaviness and renewing us and strengthening us, where all of a sudden we see our our situation turn where we go from, you know, struggling and lax, all of a sudden God turns that around and we begin to prosper and increase. Where we were sick in our bodies and and things weren't working right, all of a sudden God brings a healing and we start making improvements in our body. Where we were heavy in our heart and distraught, downcast, distracted, God all of a sudden brings a focus when the Holy Spirit comes in, there's a peace which passes understanding. When the Holy Spirit comes in, it says he'll quicken and strengthen your mortal body. When the Holy Spirit comes in, it says that every vain imagination, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ will be cast down. Why? Because God wants the crown and glory of the rightful authority. He wants the high place of honor in your life. He wants to be the one that you praise, the one that you worship, the one that you hallow, the one that you give the credit For every good thing that happens in your life, the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from the Father, comes from God, the Father of life. Comes from God in heaven. He gives good gifts to his children. He gives rewards to those that diligently seek him. So are you diligent in your seeking? Are you diligent in your running after the things of God? Are you like Jacob who said, hey, angel of God, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. I'm not going to, God, I'm not going to let you go. Are you like David who says, Lord, my soul follows hard after you. My soul clings to you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where where there is no water. It's the same. I, I feel like I'm in a dry desert without you, God. That's what he's saying. I feel like without your presence and your peace in my life, it's just not happening. It's a mess. 
But see, God says, look, I'll refresh you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. When you walk through the waters, they will not overflow you. Because the Lord says, hey, I'm your maker. I'm the Lord God who gives you strength that makes your crooked paths straight, that turns things around. He says, all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. And maybe you're despairing tonight because things in your life are not working out that great. Things in your life don't seem like they're going right. Well, turn to the Lord. Well, maybe say, well, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. But I see people around me getting blessed, but I don't feel like I'm getting blessed. Well, let's take a look at that for a minute. Just because you believe in Jesus doesn't mean you're working the process or the principles that he gave you. You can jump in your new car, but if you don't put gas in it when it needs gas or or get the oil changed or rotate the tires when they need it, guess what? Problems. Progressively, just problems until it just doesn't work right. Same thing, if you don't maintain... If you don't do the things that God asked you to do. I'm not saying that your salvation is by works. Because it's only by the blood of Jesus that you're getting into heaven. But I do believe that we were created under good works. And that faith without works is dead. And God says, put your faith in action. Show me your works. If you say you have faith. If you say you believe then prove it. Prove me. Test me now, says the Lord. You see, God is like this. He keeps his word. He upholds his word. He exalts his word above himself. And he says, look, do likewise. See, God says, I can put my money where my mouth is. Can you? And that's what God's asking. Can you keep your word? Can you be an upright person, be a person of character? Not without the Holy Ghost. Not without the word of God. Not without the hand of God lifting you in. How do I know this? Because the Bible says that apart from Christ, we can do nothing. That's how I know. Bottom line, apart from Christ, we can do nothing. There you have it. But through him and in him, we can do all things. When he is the source and the power of our lives, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. If you're out there, go to the phone, 619-638-8458. Or go to the chat option, and we'll take prayer requests. We're going to go into a time of worship. And we are at the 11 o'clock hour. This is Prayer International Radio, and this is Intimate in the Word.
All right, well, praise God, we're back. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and this is Internet for Work. And while we were in our time of worship, it looks like we had another caller call in. And so, who do I have on the line tonight? This is Brandon. All right, cool. All right, well, Brandon, um, this is my buddy Brandon calling in from uh, Saxe, Wiley. Where are you calling in from? Yeah, Saxe, Texas. All right, great. Praise the Lord. Hey, uh, so why don't you just share for a minute um, uh, your prayer request and just kind of share with our audience what's going on, and we'll definitely lift up that prayer. So, Yeah, basically what it is is I, I've got a friend of mine that I've known throughout the years and um, he's been in several bands and stuff over the years, an extremely talented guy. We've had our differences over the years and butted heads throughout time and again and had our fair share of things to say to each other throughout the years. And then, um, you know, just recently, as, as I think it was about a year and a half, two years ago, he found out that he had um, melanoma. It's a really small um, spot on his skin, and he wasn't sure what it was, so he went to the doctor, and sure enough, they found that he had uh, melanoma, which is a skin cancer, so he had it removed. And, you know, a couple of months later, he had to go back and get it checked out again and make sure everything was good. And they, they found that the cancer had actually spread, not just a little bit, but it had spread aggressively throughout his entire body. And um, they had to do even more drastic surgery to remove more. Uh, same process, you know, recovery and, and trying to make sure that everything was gone. Uh, we went back to look at it this time. It had spread not just the skin, but it had gone deeper um, into his his, his, his gut um, and had developed some mass in his abdomen. Um, and this was pretty much leading up to about two or three months ago. He had the um, he had the masses removed. Um, they found they found that it was pretty much the size of a grapefruit when they went in there and, and removed it, and, and they pretty much gotten everything out. Um, same process, he healing, and you know, just trying to take care of himself. Went back to the doctor, and they found that there had been traces of cancer in his brain, and. After that, he had gamma hive surgery. They went in and, and removed it. It was successful. Everything was fine. And then previously, they went back to look in again, and they found even more cancer um, on his uh, bladder and still some spots, pretty much spotty, in his abdomen again. And he, you know, in his whole time, he, he and I both have had our, our moments where we were pretty much running from God and not doing what we were supposed to be doing and just, uh, just trying to, you know, have fun. Um, but through all this time, we've really kind of started to get a little bit closer and, and, and talk on the phone and share our faith with each other and talk about the Lord. And, you know, he's, he's pretty much saying that, you know, the Lord just, his strength right now is all he has to hang on to. And he's got two children. He lost his wife. 
um, all in the matter of this past year. He's got cancer. And now he's on um, an experimental treatment. Pretty much the doctors are saying this is the only treatment that you're going to be able to do that you'll survive. And this is his last um, resort treatment. And, you know, they're not really saying it yet. They're not saying anything, but it's pretty much an element. If this doesn't work, that's pretty much all they're going to be able to do. And I'm just believing that, you know, one part of me wants to say that God is going to heal him. And one part of me is going to say that, well, you know, he'll be delivered from cancer and the, and the Lord will, will heal him and he'll be a living testimony of God's work. And then another part of me says, you know, God's will be done. I can't understand his will. We can't understand his will. But I can just only pray that God's will be done. And, you know, I can't explain why people get sick, and I don't I don't like it. But in the, in the midst of it all, God's still going to get glory for it. And I'm not sure if it's selfish of me to want him to be healed, but I'm praying for it anyway that you know, the Lord would touch him and through anything else, if anything can come from it, that maybe, you know, that God would be glorified through it and at least let it be peaceful because he's going through a lot of pain right now. And he told me today, I asked if there's anything I could do for him, maybe bring him something to eat. And he said, man, just pray that I have some strength because it's, it's pretty much all I have left. I don't have much more left in me. And he's a really strong person, and he's really getting tired. And it, it, it hurts a little bit, man, but I just really wanted to to, to hold on to the promise. I told him that I would reach out to Prayer International for people to gather together and pray for him. Um, I'm reaching out to Prayer International because I believe that um, I want to have a corporate body praying for him as well. And... When t- can I say something else just really quick uh, off the topic of this yeah, particular take, guy? Take your time. We've, got, we've still got 45 minutes, so you get all the time you need for that. Go ahead. Well, it won't take too much much longer. I just wanted to say something really quick. And, it, and it's there. I I have listened to radio programs, and I've listened and watched TV, and I felt like deep inside of my heart that I should have reached out and prayed with somebody, not just for somebody, but with somebody, because it's so easy sometimes for the enemy to come in and tell you, you know, that was that prayer wasn't meant for you, even though you felt inside of it, inside of your soul, and your spirit, man, that that prayer was meant for you. And the enemy can right. come in and tell you, you know what, that wasn't for you, that was for somebody else. They can steal it so easy. And if anybody's listening yeah. or they really want to reach out and they want to, you know, prayer or they have something that you need to talk about, I'm going to encourage anybody to get to your phone and call. The number I called was 619-638-8458. And just call and just make that connection with with Prayer International because it would be just as easy for you to reach out and talk to somebody and we can say, you know, we'll pray for you specifically and we'll pray for your needs specifically, kind of like what I'm doing for my friend Jason. I'm calling Prayer International because I believe that there are people out there that will pray and I will know and Jason will be able to know that this was specifically for him. And sometimes people just need that connection where they can say, you know what, I did speak with that person. They did pray for me, and that you know that was a need that I had and not for somebody else. So if there's anybody else that has a prayer request or they need something they just need to talk about, 
I just want to encourage them as well to to reach out and and call the phone number or get into the chat line because that's pretty much what I'm doing as well. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing your heart about that. Yeah, I just want to reinforce what Brandon's saying. Look, if you uh, can get to the phone, call six one nine six three eight eight four five eight. You can get to the chat line, or if not, we've got an email address. It's per international at gmail.com. And so right now, we're going to ask those of you that are listening, we're going to shift gears and go into a time of prayer for Jason right now. And so we're going to ask our spiritual audience, our family that are out there listening, and those of you that are listening to the archive later, look, there's no distance, there's no time in prayer, and God can heal and touch and, and do His will, whether we're on the phones or whether we're on the Internet, whether we're, you know, in person or in a church or out of a church, it doesn't matter. And so yeah. let's go to the Lord, and uh, we're going to agree with Brandon for Jason. And for those of you that were uh, just tuning in, we're praying for Jason. Jason's uh, going through a situation with cancer in his body, and he's got two children, and he wants the will of God to be done. He is a believer, and he needs the strength of God in his life. And so... Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we just come before you, Father. And we thank you for the blood of Jesus, Lord, that, that gives us even the right and the access to come to you. And Lord, right now, Father, we're joining our faith with Brandon. Lord, we're lifting up his friend Jason. We're lifting Jason up to you, Father. He's got a, a major need in his life. And Lord, you told us to call on you because you are an ever-present help in time of need. So we ask, Lord, for your will to be done, for the kingdom of God to come into Jason's life, and for your plans and purposes to be done in Jason's life. Now, Father, we're asking, Lord, that you would be with the doctors and the surgeons and the, the nurses and everybody involved in the medical side of this, Father, that you give them wisdom. You give them knowledge and understanding on how to care for Jason and get him through this situation. And, Father, we know that they have said, Lord, that he needs a miracle. And, Father, we're asking you, Lord, you are the God of miracles. You are the living God, and we're praying, Father, that you would intervene. The Lord, you would touch Jason right now with your hand, Lord, that you would touch him by the power of your Holy Spirit and bring your peace over him right now. Lord, he's your child. Lord, he's your son. And, Lord, you promised peace to us if we, if we reach out to you, and he's reaching, and we're reaching with Brandon for him right now. And so, Father, we ask, Lord, that you would touch him with your peace, that your presence would surround him and strengthen his body right now, strengthen his mind. Lord, you would really just give him the emotional fortitude, Lord, strengthen him and, and have him keep on keeping on, Lord, make him a solid, strong individual, Lord, through this situation, Father. And we thank you that you're giving him grace and strength right now. And, Lord, that you would surround him, Father, with a support group and, and people, Lord God, to carry him through this situation, Father, we pray that you'd bring people from the north, south, east, and west. And, Lord, more than that, send your angels, Father, from the north, south, east, and west to Jason right now and let them know he's not alone. Let them know that, that people are reaching out. Let them know that people are standing with him, Father. Just let him have that assurance in his heart. And, Father, we pray, Lord God, that you would just work in his life, Lord, and use these situations, Lord, to draw him closer to you. And we thank you for a turnaround. We thank you. We don't know how you're going to do it, but we know that you're going to do something, Father, because you said if we call out to you, that 
you would answer us and you'd show us great and mighty things. So, Father, touch Jason right now. We ask, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, relieve him of his pain. Lord, relieve him. Lord, in Jesus' name, just begin to remove cancer from his body. Father, we know that you're a healer. We just ask, Father, as easy as the doctors could go in and remove the cancer from his body, Lord, we ask that you would go in now and begin to remove the cancer from his body, even the parts where they can't reach, Lord. And, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you're strengthening him. Lord, bless him. Strengthen his children right now. Strengthen his family that are supporting him and loving him. Strengthen them in their emotions right now. And, Father, we thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for Brandon. Lord, for for having the boldness to call in and and stand for his friend, Lord. Bless him, Lord, and when he puts his hand to you, let it prosper. Bless his his children right now, Lord. Bless his daughters, Lord. Bless, Lord God, everything that he's going into in this season of his life. Father, we pray your will be done and your kingdom come in Brandon's life. And that, Lord, you would lead and guide him in this season, Father. We declare, Lord, that he is walking in good health. That, Father, he is walking in abundance. And he is walking in purpose, and that you are leading and guiding him, Father, into the, the new destiny and the new purpose you have for this season of his life. And we thank you, Father God, that you're strengthening him, Lord, that you'd lead him not into temptation, deliver him from evil, Lord, surround him with your angels, and give him your wisdom. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for his walk, Lord. Bless him with your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Hey, no problem. Hey, feel free to call in if you have other prayer requests or, you know, if you uh, have something burning in your heart that you want to share, bro, just, you know, call in. You've got the number, and uh, we'll be in touch. Okay, Uh, sounds good. Thank you. uh, Bless you. Bye. All right, so praise God. Um, Just want to encourage you guys. Maybe some of you are out there and there's a loved one in your life or a friend or a family member that needs prayer. Or maybe you need prayer yourself. The Bible says that we're to stand in agreement, we're to gather, that we're to do all things with prayer and supplication. That we're not to be anxious, but we're to let our requests be made known to God. And so if you've got a request, give us a call at 619-638-8458. We're at prayerinternational at gmail.com if you want to write in, or we have a chat room open, and uh, we will be taking chat until the midnight hour. So praise God. Well, with that being said, let's go ahead and go into, we're going to go into a time of worship and just kind of give some people time to call in or, or write in if you need prayer. I, I want to kind of stay in this prayer. Uh, focus tonight, and we've got some time, so we'll probably try to get into some teaching uh, before the broadcast is over. Uh, praise God, and we just bless you guys. If you're listening tonight, I just want to say thank you for for listening. You know, whatever we can do to to help meet your needs spiritually, if there's comments or questions you have about the show or the broadcast or or uh, the host, there's different things uh, that we've presented, that Sean and I have presented. Um, Feel free to write us and let us know what you think. Uh, Feel free to call us and let us know. And, of course, if you have a prayer request, we definitely want to meet your needs in that area. 
And also, we are collecting these prayer requests. We'll have them in a database. We'll have intercessors praying over them. Um, and as we proceed in the further weeks, that will grow and continue. And so we're, we're also asking, maybe some of you are uh, walking in a place with the Lord where you want to contribute, you want to give out, you want to pray, you want to be a supporter or start to do some type of ministry or some kind of reaching out. And we'll have some different opportunities created through our broadcasts and through our ministry of Prayer International. And if you'd like to get involved in any way, um, let us know. We want to give opportunity. And so feel free to give us your ideas. And if you have some words from the Lord, email them to us. And we'll look over them, give us your information, and we'll get back with you. Well, praise God. We're coming up uh, close to 11.30. It is Intimate in the Word. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. And we're going to continue in the spirit of worship, the spirit of thankfulness, and just want to encourage you to keep an attitude of gratitude.
All right, well, praise the Lord, we're back. And that was none but Jesus. And that's what we're talking about tonight. We we realize our need and our dependence on God. We realize that nothing but Jesus is going to get us into heaven. Nothing but Jesus is going to heal us in our bodies. None but Jesus. No, no one... No one but Jesus is going to be the lover of your soul, love you unconditionally, put up with you, and literally take the good, the bad, and the ugly and work it all into a process to get glory out of your life. Nobody's going to do that. None but Jesus. So maybe you're listening tonight and you don't know the Lord. We just want to encourage you to open up your heart. Maybe you're listening tonight and you do know the Lord. But, you know, we were talking earlier about that fire and that passion being rekindled. We're talking about how the Lord is knocking on the door of our hearts. So... Well, let's get in. I'm going to share one more scripture out of Revelation. Revelation chapter 2, verse 1 says, the angel, To the angel of the church of Ephesus he writes, These things saith he that holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. This is what he says. The Lord basically declares, I know your works and your labor and your patience and how you cannot bear them which are evil and you have tried them which say they are apostles and they are not. And you found them to be liars. And you've borne and have patience for my name's sake. You've labored and you've not fainted. Nevertheless, I have something against you. Because you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from whence you have fallen, and repent and do the first one. Or else I will come unto thee quickly, and I will remove thy candlestick out of his place, unless you repent. A couple things I want to touch on. One, repentance. Turn to God. But go in your way and turn to God. Unless you repent, God says he's going to take you out of your place. See, he's got a place reserved for you. Jesus said, my father prepares a place for you in heaven. There's, there's mansions. There's places prepared for you. In Christ, there's actually places in the earth prepared for you. Places of blessing. Places of honor. Places of authority. Places where you thrive and grow. Praise God. God has place. Most important place while you're here on earth is going to be your secret place. You say, well, what's that? The secret place. It's just a term I'm using. Okay, but it's that place. And it's not even a physical place. 
although it's important to have a place of prayer, a prayer place, a secret place, it, it is good to have a specific place to pray if you can, because God will meet you there, and it will be climatized and, and cultivated and, and sanctified just to be a meeting place with God. But more than that, the secret place is a state of mind, it's a state of being, it's an it's a realm where we live. It's a realm where we move and have our being, and it's in him, in the secret place. Psalm ninety one says this. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And constantly throughout the Psalms and throughout the Word of God in different places, there's references made to secret places, the secret place of the Most High. Jesus even departed to a quiet place to rest a while. But more than places, God doesn't just dwell, and He will reside, and His manifested presence will kind of saturate an area or a certain geographical location, okay? But, but with that being said, God lives inside of people. And he inhabits the praise of his people. He inhabits the praise of his people. That's what he does. He lives inside of you. He lives inside of your worship. He lives inside of your praise. And he says, Come before his presence, particularly if you want God in your life. You've got to invite him in. You've got to let him in. Through your worship, through your praise, through your acknowledgement, through your yielding and your humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God. And then he's going to lift you up. He's going to lift you up in due season, you see. But see, a lot of times we let our pride get in the way. We don't want to reach. We don't want to reach out to God. We don't want to humble ourselves and get vulnerable to God or to people. Because of pride. Well, I just say this, like pride comes before a fall and God says, Don't be puffed up. But just live broken, just yielded and humble and open to the things of God. Praise the Lord. Well, if you're listening tonight, we are talking about the love of God, and just really, we're just talking, uh, sharing the word a little bit, talking about revelation. You know, the book of Revelation, the book. It says, nevertheless, I have somewhat against you because you've left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen and repent and do the first work. See, you can expose falsehood in the church and you can share your faith and you can do miracles. Have all these things going on. You can have patience and you can labor hard. You can bear the fruit of the Spirit. 
you can labor and not think. You can put your hand in the plow and not look back. But look, if you don't have love, you're nothing in the Bible. God says, look, remember where you've fallen. Remember what it was like when you did the first work. You know, earlier on the program, I was talking about being reminded of when I got saved. And that, that fiery, passionate love that was in my heart for God. And, you know, as I'm reminded and, and think about my salvation, there's a joy of my salvation. The joy of your salvation can actually be restored to you. you know that? It can be restored. It can be given back to you. The psalmist said, yeah, here, let's just get into the psalm. I guess we're going to share some Old and some New Testament, and now we're going to get back into the Old and share a psalm. We shared the first verse of Psalm 91, He that dwells in the secret place. And we'll get back to that in a minute. But let's go to Psalm 51 real quick. Praise the Lord. Well, Psalm 51. All right. David says this. He says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness. There's that loving kindness. According to. You see, God's mercy is based on his loving kindness, not our loving kindness. According to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. And wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sins. You see, he realized he had to have something wash him from his sin. He had to be cleansed. He needed something to blot out his transgressions. Thank God we have the blood of Jesus that washes and cleanses and blots out. David said he acknowledges his sin, his transgression before him. His sin is before him. And he says, Lord, against thee and thee only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be justified when you speak and be clear when you judge. Behold, I was shaken in iniquity and in my sin did my mother conceive me. Even David knew he was born in sin. He was brought forth in iniquity. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts and the hidden parts. That shall make me to know wisdom. God wants truth in your inner part. God wants truth. Why? Because the truth will set you free. If you've got truth on the inside, then you'll be free on the inside. If you've got truth in your emotions, you'll be free in your emotions. If you've got truth in your spirit, you'll be free in your spirit. If you get the truth of the Word of God in your body, guess what? You're going to be free in your body. He says, in the hidden part, you shall make me to know wisdom. Wisdom comes from the Spirit. It comes from God. It says, Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me not and I shall be whiter than snow. So praise God. Thanks for the blood of Jesus. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Created me a clean heart of God and renew a right spirit within me. 
We're talking about the joy of your salvation being restored, but I'm getting some. Make me to hear joy and gladness. Some of you have to hear joy and gladness. Why? Because what you hear gets in your heart. And what you get in your heart, you speak, and what you speak, you have. Because you have whatever you say. Then will I teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will be converted to live with me. Oh, I gotta back up. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew that spirit, and you cast me not away from your presence. And save not your Holy Spirit. You see, it's strange, but there's a lot of times people don't even realize that the Spirit of God or the presence of God is departing off of their lives. Well, so it says this, and here's what I was trying to get to. Take that your Holy Spirit from me. Here we go. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with your free spirit. Thank you, Father, for restoring to us the joy of our salvation and upholding us with your free spirit, that you're casting us not away from your presence. Thank you, Father, that you're not taking your Holy Spirit from us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Then will I teach transgressors your way, and sinners will be converted. Deliver me from blood guilty sinners. O oh God, oh God of my salvation, my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. I put it down my lips, and my mouth shall show forth our praise. Go into the time of Father and Son.
All right, well, praise the Lord, we're back. And I don't know, the presence of God was getting so sick in here. I just uh, felt like we just needed to go to that worship time and just kind of keep it going. Praise God. Well, open the eyes of my heart. And that's our prayer tonight, is that God would open the eyes of your heart. As you lift him up high, the light of his glory would shine into your heart. That your eyes would be open and flooded with light. And that you would know the hope of your calling. We just pray for those of you listening that, that you would be touched by the power of the Spirit. You know, the rest of Psalm 51, I was reading it. It picks up where I left. Restore to me the joy of my salvation and uphold me with your free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors your way. Sinners will be converted. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. For thou desire not sacrifice, or else I would give it. Be delight not in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. God will not despise. Do good in your good pleasure unto Zion and rebuild and build the walls of Jerusalem. Then shall you be pleased with the sacrifice of the righteous. With burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings, then shall we offer bullets upon the altar. Why did I share that? What God says, I, I don't desire just in burnt offerings, but He wants our heart. He doesn't care about the the lip service, as much as he cares about the condition of your heart, and where is your heart with God? Sometimes I don't even think he's that concerned about the actions as much as really where's your heart. But he says this, he said, open my lips and my mouth shall praise you. My tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. For if you desire not sacrifice, he said, I would give it if you desired it. If you wanted a burnt offering, David says, I would give it to you, Lord. But he says, no, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. God will not despise. God will never turn away your offering if it's coming from a broken and contrite heart. If it's coming from a yielded and genuine spirit. The Bible says you have to worship God in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. With the right heart. Praise God. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up in some prayer. I know we're just now getting down to... Oh, less than five minutes on the broadcast tonight. So if you're listening, we're at 619-638-8458. And if you are in the chat room, we are checking the chat line. If you want to email us, we're at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And check out our website. We're at www.prayerinternational.org. And so praise the Lord well. Let me just go ahead and say a prayer for those of you listening tonight. 
And we want to thank you for those of you that called in again. And want to remind everybody, pray for Robert and his new experience with Christ, coming into the joy of his salvation. Let's pray for Lisa that she be raised up in the things of God. Pray for Jason, Brandon's friend Jason. Pray for Brandon. Pray for Ron. Those that are calling in on the line, and we'll begin to have more of a prayer focus for people as you call in. And again, send your information or comments on how we can improve and make this a more excellent broadcast. Praise God. Well, Father, right now we just thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you that you are working in our lives. You're working in the lives of those uh, tonight that are listening, that you're touching their lives, touching their family, that you're blessing and restoring marriages and, and strengthening marriages. Lord, you are blessing, Father God, those that are in leadership and those that are stepping up to be in a place of influence. And I want to say that all Christians are called to a place of influence, to be the head and not the tail, to to lead and not follow, unless you're following the Holy Spirit. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing tonight. That you'd open up their eyes and ears and cause them to see the King of glory and hear your voice. Father, we pray your will be done and your kingdom come in everyone's life tonight. But, Father, you would bring salvation to every household, every man, woman, child, and teenager. That you would bring healing to those that are bound up in their bodies and in their minds. And we just thank you, Father, for what you're doing tonight. We thank you that you're blessing our broadcast family, those that are listening to the broadcast, those that are watching the website. We just thank you, Father, for what you're doing in their lives, Lord. We say your kingdom come, your will be done. Father, lead them not into temptation. Strengthen them. Gird them up. Guard their hearts. Help them to guard their hearts with all diligence. And keep their feet, Lord, so that they would not slip or stumble or fall. But direct them in a straight path and a plain path. And we thank you, Father, that your spirit is touching their lives. Is going forward, Lord, we just give you praise. We just thank you, Lord God. And we give you all the glory. We declare all the glory and the honor are yours now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Prayer International Radio, and you have a blessed night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.